Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, sad, confused begins now. Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Andrew Garfield returns to spill all the Spider-Man secrets. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. And today, guys, is a very special episode. It's an unusual episode. Uh, Usually, I mean, we cover careers, we bounce around a lot of topics, we have meandering, fun, bizarre conversations. But this one, this one is laser-focused on one topic and one topic only. Spoiler alert, guys. Andrew Garfield is on the podcast, finally spilling all the Spider-Man No Way Home details. So, a bit of context for this conversation. First of all, as I said, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. (laughs) You've been warned. Uh, Andrew Garfield is in Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, it feels so good to finally say it out loud, doesn't it? Um, The rumors were true, and I feel like I've had a very interesting vantage point on this whole Andrew Garfield is or isn't in Spider-Man chat over the last few months. As you may recall, Andrew was on this podcast last May. At the time, we were talking about mainstream and his love of Paddington, Paddington 2, I think, as I recall. But of course, we were also talking a little bit about Spider-Man, as it always comes up in conversations with Andrew. And by then, rumors were swirling that he was in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I brought up those rumors, and as I've said before, I didn't even ask him the question. I didn't even ask Andrew if he was in in the film. Before I knew it, he was launching into a extreme, animated, <laughs> excitable uh, denial of him being in the film. Well, that was quickly uh, distributed and laughed at, perhaps, analyzed, all over the internet. Was he lying? Was he not? Let's analyze the tape. Let's pour over every frame. Why is he not making eye contact with Josh? Why is he laughing here? Is that a denial? What does he mean when he says this? Um, It was a delight to see everybody, including myself. I didn't know the truth. I mean, I thought he was in the film. Everything I'd heard, um, like you guys, it sounded like he and Tobey Maguire were in the film, but I didn't know for sure. Um, so that became the game for months and months and months. Is he or isn't he in the film? And it was thrilling that I happened to have the first conversation with him where he had this crazy denial that, um, everybody really enjoyed. So since then, of course, I talked to him again for Tick, Tick, Boom. By the way, see Tick, Tick, Boom. He's extraordinary in it. Uh, he's going to get an Oscar nomination, maybe the award. Uh, we'll see. Um, so since then, he's also in uh, uh, Tammy Faye and Extraordinary in That. I talked to him for that. So, you know, we, we've had these continuous conversations. And then, of course, No Way Home comes out. And yes, not only is he in the film, he's in a ton of the film. <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys. I was certainly not expecting Andrew Garfield and Tony McGuire to be in basically the last third, if not more, of the film and to be such an integral part of the story. Um and not only that, they were fantastic. It couldn't have gone better. I mean, you've seen the film by now. If you're listening to this, you know how um, just richly rewarding 
it was to see all our Spider-Men together on on screen and to have the self-referential uh, quips, but also ha- to have this kind of emotional journey for all three characters. And as Andrew will say in this conversation, serving uh, mostly uh, at the heart of it, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, who's on this this, this huge emotional journey in the film. Um, you know, not since. Avengers Endgame has there been this kind of cathartic like pop culture zeitgeist moment in a theater where people just lost their shit watching the movie um so you know once I saw the movie and I saw officially he was in it of course I uh and even before that I was chasing Andrew down to try and get him back on the podcast for a um a big big discussion after the fact that you can only have after the fact. Well, kudos to Andrew. Kudos to Andrew's uh, representation, who have always been great to me. Um, and he's back, and he's here, and this is a conversation that is solely focused, as I said, on Spider-Man. This is 45 minutes of chat uh, of a chat about everything you could want, I think. Uh, it's about all the rumors um, that were persisting for months. Uh, the DoorDash guy that saw him in Atlanta, the photos that were leaked, the video that was leaked, the, his stunt double that leaked the photo. So what was Andrew thinking? What was Marvel thinking? What was going on behind enemy lines? Um, how much, what was the process of him getting involved in the film? Was there trepidation? Was it all scripted? What did it make the cut? What is the future? Is he going to play Spider-Man again? All of these questions are asked, and most of them are answered in this conversation. Um, I know you're going to get a kick out of this. I certainly did. Not only that, stay tuned to the end, because what I did at the very end was uh, uh, something that I, I thought he would have fun with, and sure enough, he did. We go back to the original tape, to the original conversation, um, when he denied, again, very vigorously <laughs> being in Spider-Man, and I had him basically um, comment on his own reaction. Um, part of that is uh, enhanced in visual form, certainly, but I think it will work audio-wise if you're just listening. That being said, this entire conversation, as always, I should mention, whether you're a, a long-time listener or a first-time listener because of the Andrew Garfield chat, you should know if you want to watch every single morsel of this conversation, if you want to see it in living color on your screen, uh, go to patreon.com slash happy, sad, confused. It's all there. Uh, sign up. You just have to sign up at the $10 uh, uh, producer level and you will, is it producer? I think so. But whatever, whatever we call that level, the $10 level is where you get all the exclusive videos. Um, and you'll get access to, to this video and every single other video we've posted there the last six, seven months. So if, whether you just want to watch this single video or just try Patreon out for, uh, for the foreseeable future, um, that's the way to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. What can I say? This is one I've been chasing for a while, and it's it's rare when it all kind of lines up in the best possible way. But, um, you know, my relationship with Andrew, my relationship with, um, uh, you know, the Spider-Man franchise. I mean, I've been covering this from the start, been covering Andrew's run from the start. So it's really um, deeply rewarding when it comes full circle and you get to have a chat like this and really dig in. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I did. Uh, Without any further ado, let's get right to it. Here is me and the werewolf himself, Andrew Garfield. 
So you're recording immediately? I want every single juicy second with you, buddy. <laughs> you should start recording immediately because we, we, you know, we have, we have some things to discuss. What well, I don't know what you could possibly re be referring to. Um, how you doing? First of all, you doing okay? <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that we get to follow up on uh, our last conversations and tie up some loose ends and um, and I can make amends to you. Uh, that's not what this is about. I, I don't need apologies or anything like that. But I do. Let's just should we just launch right in? Should we just do it? Okay. Do it. We're launching right in with a, uh, he's been on the podcast a couple times. Mr. Andrew Garfield joins me and he's always welcome here. It's been a great year. Uh, tick, tick, boom. I will talk about till the end of time. Congratulations, buddy. But as you know, this is an interesting circumstance and I've been looking forward to this chat for a few months. Me too. <laughs> Andrew, um, <laughs> Do you have any opening statement? Any any <laughs> any preamble before we launch right in? Oh my goodness! Like it's it's hard to know. Like it's hard it's hard to know if I won the game of werewolf or if I lost it or if I'm somewhere in between. Um, because obviously there is a, a great portion of the population would have said we knew you were the fucking werewolf, you idiot. Like you're you're the worst liar ever, and then there might be other people that will be like, "No, he got me, or he got." So I I I am the werewolf, and it was really fun to do that and to play that with you, and to play it with all the people that watched that interview and listened to that interview. And my gosh, it's it's kind of sad. I'm kind of sad that it's over in a way. I kind of wish we could continue the game. There will, there will always be secrets. Uh, there will always be games to be played. Maybe well, not on this level. Maybe on not. This, level. this one was pretty special to be able to. It was such a lovely feeling to be able to have a surprise party planned for everyone. And so, then, you know, when you have like a friend that's like, no, just tell me this is. I know there's a surprise party, so just tell me. I hate surprise parties. Just tell me. And I, and then you you have you have to like weigh that balance between. Oh God, now I feel a little bit guilty that I'm not telling them that there's this surprise party and that, and actually they may not want the surprise, but then I think deep down they really do want the surprise to happen. Yes. So I think I, I kind of was like putting myself in, 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 in that position and going, well, what would I want? I would want to be guessing. So, well, well th th there is, okay. So we, we have, this is, this is an extraordinary, uh, unique circumstance when we get a chance to kind of deep dive into something that we've all been speculating about for so long. So if you'll indulge me, we're going to just have kind of like a little bit of a spoiler chat about all aspects of this, all the rumors that were uh, circulating and the timeline. I, I kind of want to get into as much of it as you're comfortable doing. Um, first of all, when this came up, when Amy and Kevin and John came to you, was there was there doubt in your mind? Was it like, oh, this is a brilliant idea. I'm all in. Or was it like given, you know, it was an interesting way that your tenure ended. And I know was, there was mixed feelings about it. What was your attitude when they came to you? Was it an immediate yes or did you stew on it? It's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I definitely paused because I, as I'd spoken to you about before, like I had definitely closed that chapter of my life and felt very peaceful and, and good about it. And I only have nice feelings towards it at this point. And, and, and a great relationship with Amy and, and, and love 
genuinely love what Tom Holland's done and what John Watts and Kevin Feige has have done with Amy and the whole crew on it. So, you know, it's it's I can't avoid the fact that it was always my fantasy to to be to play that part within the MCU. Right. And I, and I was never ever shy about that. I yes. mean, it was at the first Comic Con that I was a part of. I I said, you know, what, what are your the, the question was what, what do you have any dreams for this character? I was like, oh, it would be fun to see him team up with the Avengers and in the MCU. Like, you know, that 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 as a fan, that's what you want. And I'm a fan first and foremost. So that was that. So when this came around, you know, I I, I was in a very very kind of like Zen place, and it, I was just a fan again. And it felt great. And I was like, oh, do I want to, do I want to open that up again? Do I want to be a, and, and, and then when the, that was when I first heard that they wanted to do something with both Toby, myself and with, with Tom, I was definitely intrigued. And I think I probably cracked up laughing in this kind of giddy, nervous kind of a little bit like, you know, you're about to end. I don't know. It was just very, very giddy. And I was like, oh my God, that's an insane idea. And then the pitch was just quite comprehensive. Like John. John is so full of heart. Kevin is so full of heart. And obviously I know and love Amy and, you know, she's been with this character since the first Toby film. So it's, if, right. if anyone knows this character, it's Amy Pascal. So it was really, and I went to their offices and, and they, um, they basically just kind of said, well, this is what we want to do. We think it could really work. We don't have a script yet. Um, and we don't want it to be like a stunt thing. We don't want it to be like a kind of a cameo, a quick, like in and out. We want it to be, actually um in service to tom's journey as peter and in service to both of your different peters and we really think there's something really interesting to explore about when these three lone wolves who think they're alone in the universe and their own experience of being singular experience of being spider-man come together like what we think and we want to collaborate on it basically we want to have your input and your ideas and and amy was really amazing with that because she she knows that i was you know that i i come with a lot of thoughts and and kind of creativity and imagination and she was very good in setting that up with with those guys and they, they were they were just like yes this is the way we want to work we want it to be a, a collaboration and and the main kind of image that they kind of pitched me was catching um zendaya catching oh, i was there from the start MJ and that was yeah. a that was that, that was the first pages I saw and I was kind of like oh there's no way of not doing this because that's profound that's a profound moment the idea like an older brother saving his little brother from his same fate across the universe if that portal hadn't have been opened up and my Peter Parker hadn't have been there in that moment it's arguable that he would have had the same fate but the fact that I had but like you suddenly get into this incredible kind of cosmic you know, meant to be destined moment where I get to heal the worst trauma in my my life while simultaneously saving my little brother from having to experience that same trauma. Suddenly you're in, you're in very, very mythic territory and it's just profoundly beautiful. So, so yes, yeah, so I, I was kind of, since I you mentioned that scene, can we dive into that scene for a second? Because like that is such just like it kicks. It just like it, everyone that watches that scene gets so emotional. I was just so moved from the time I saw it, and uh, I'm just curious. Like, was it always that on the page? Because it's it's pretty minimal. There's not much dialogue. It's it's really a look. It's her asking you back, "Are you okay?" And well, and was, I, the audience just like yeah. feels it on your face, feels it in your body. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah I mean, so that was you know. Yeah, you don't need the image is enough, right? Yeah. Like I think that was 
and it was really important. One of the things that I I wanted to make sure that a, a thread that I wanted to make sure, because in terms of selling that moment, we needed that moment in um, in the um, the lab while we're all working on our cures for, of me just watching, seeing them together. Yeah feeling them together and longing for them to be together. You just need to see my Peter clocking their true love and of course, opening his own wounds, but also it opens another thing in him, which is, Oh my God, I want them to have that. I want them to have, I want my bro to have that. And I, and I want her to have that. And so I think that was a really important little seed to drop to make that later moment work. And then, the later moment, it was, I forget whether it was scripted or not, but yeah, the, 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 the total simplicity of it and, and me, me just in, in dis, I, I think it, it was really important to feel like that, that it was a, a moment for, for my Peter of, I think I just saved you. I think I did. And I need you to tell me that I did. Yeah. Cause, cause because I'm I'm not seeing you in my arms right now. I'm seeing Gwen not breathing in my arms right now. Because that 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 moment becomes, you know, in that trauma moment, that's what happens. You get thrown back into. So it's I think there's disbelief, genuine disbelief in Peter in that moment to to check in and say, are you are you okay? And the affirmation of that, and then it can start to sink in and and you kind of feel Gwen's hand on Peter's back a little bit going, you can, you can rest now, you know, there's a, there's that thing that there's that cosmic thing that happens. And then this is a tribute to Zendaya as a creative person and as an actress. And, and, and then she, because she saw what I was doing and what the effect it was having. And she's just such a sensitive human being and, her, and MJ is such a sensitive, beautiful character that I, I, I it, whether it was improvised or whether it was just her idea to say that in, in the writing to, to check in on me to, to, to see, ask if I was okay. That was all her, you know, oh, wow. I was, so like that, 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 but that was happening all the time. And because we, we managed to create actual connection, like for, for, for me and Toby coming in and it's a testament to the three of them, to Jacob, Zendaya and Tom is that they love each other so much and they are such a pack it's so true love it's such true love between them and and they were so welcoming of me and Toby into that gang we created a gang for a minute for that that month or so that we were in Atlanta all shooting together and rehearsing together and so every single moment that's happening between us on screen is kind of just us finding each other and yeah. kind of curious about each other and like loving each other and 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 just kind of supporting each other and quibbling and like brother dynamic like it was all our imitating life really right one of the other reasons i think that this that scene with zendaya works is there is dialogue talking about where your peter has been the last few years and it's only alluded to in a couple lines but i'm curious like how much did you fill that out those those last like seven years what's your your peter obviously has not moved on yet he has not found his mj he is still you know he talks about not pulling his punches like how much more did you flesh out how involved were you in kind of figuring out like where peter's been where spider your spider-man has been that's so interesting the, the writers kind of the great writers kind of beat me to it. Like that was their first pitch was 
we like the idea and, and they were very open. They were like, but we like the idea of you having to have kind of cut your heart off from, well, this is how I understood it anyway, that, that, that you've had to kind of cut your heart off in order to carry on doing the job of Spider-Man. And, right. and, and that was the kind of the base, the base note. And I thought, oh, that's really, really interesting. And then, but then my concern with that was, was like, I don't want to be, that gives me actually a little bit of a journey to go on. But, but my main, one of my main impetuses for being a part of this was I wanted to have fun and I wanted to, I wanted it to be joyful. And then I thought, well, actually then that's actually a great place to start from. And it gives me this big hunger for connection, actually, like, and, and especially for this brother connection across universes, because I think, and then I started going, well, if I've cut my heart off, if I've cut Peter Parker off, then it means that I'm being then my, then my spider manning is going to be suffering too, actually. Like, Spider-Man doesn't exist without the heart of Peter Parker. Sure. So, so I was just kind of taking that logic that the writers had kind of offered up and, and I kind of ra ran with it and expanded it. And then, yeah, what the, and then it was just a lot of finessing and fine-tuning of that pretty great kind of CUDA theater that, that John Watts pulls off on that rooftop scene where it's just a fucking Spider-Man support group trying to save <laughs> their brother from the abyss. Like that shit's cool. And that yeah. and it felt very, very powerful because obviously what what Tom is going through, Tom's Peter Parker is going through in that moment is the heaviest stuff he's ever had to go through as yeah. as the character. It's like it's all it's his origin story that's just so happening to happen in the third film, if in his third movie. Yeah. Which I think is another brilliant kind of reversal, like uh, uh, kind of uh, irreverent undercutting of the usual formula which is why th these films work so brilliantly and you guys and, are seeing it in front of you you're seeing the echoes of your own origin story which is so powerful to see in your eyes and it's pretty cool that his origin story is as you say witnessed and enabled by his older across the universe spider bros like that's yeah. very very cool and so so yeah that that scene took a lot of finessing like me and toby worked really hard to to make sure that we were kind of the same mind coming at it from different corners of the, of the Peter Parker psyche, but that every line, every breath, every word, every moment had to be in service of what Tom was going through, what Tom's Peter was going through. It couldn't be, well, I've been through this and I've been through that. It had to be like, I'm telling you that I've been through right. this because I know where it leads. And I'm telling you that I've been through this to let you know that this isn't that this unique pain that you're feeling is that, but also that you have that you're that you that you you can actually maybe find some solace that that this is survivable and actually might just deepen your destiny. This actually might be a little destiny deepener for you. Um, yeah. Is there anything that? Um any moment, any scene that didn't make the final cut that you recall that you miss, that you recall on set? <laughs> oh man, I mean, to be honest, it's a lot of it, like the great majority of the fuck around stuff that we were doing is, is in there. Like a lot of the improvisations are in there, like yeah. a lot of the finding is in there. Like I love the, John inc included the moment of me, me telling them I love you guys. Like that felt so important to me. And again, it's like that kind of like that journey for for my Peter of, of kind of starting as this kind of, I don't know, defended like um, 
untrusting, kind of slightly cut off right. person into this, just back into his Peter Parkerness, back into I've always wanted brothers. Like all that was kind of just yeah me riffing and kind of like just being honest, just being really, really honest and vulnerable in the moment. Um, I love the, that Jamie got to say, I, I always thought you were black and for me to be disappointed, dis disappointed in myself and not being black like that, that those moments, that was all really fun. I, and I love, so, so like we had lots of different lines for, um, the, the Toby, like saying me saying to Toby, are you going to go into battle dressed like a, a cool <laughs> pastor or are you going to put it, did you bring your suit? And that one I think was John was a John Watts. Or maybe it was his assistant because that they were just in the by the monitors like writing all the different versions of are you going to go into battle dressed as you know my my, my you know my my mum's stepdad right <laughs> <laughs> and he, like all those things but I, and that one was was ultimately the one that that made the cut there was a moment oh I forgot, I, I I had a thought of a moment that I that I. Oh, so we were trying to figure out the pointing thing. Like, how are we going to do I... the pointing thing in a way that the famous is... meme, of course. Yes. Yeah. And how are we going to do it in a, how, where's that? We, we, it, we, it took us a while to, it kind of happened naturally while we're on that scaffolding deciding like you, Peter one, Peter two, Peter three, like all that. But actually there was, I, I, I was like, I remember having a lightning bolt and going, and like, and then running into set and telling John, I, was like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Because there's this moment where Jacob's like, hey, Peter, and we all go, yeah. But in the script, it was like, that was that. It was like, we all go, yeah. And then I, I think in scripted, it was like, my Peter says, this, is, this isn't going to get old at all. Like something kind of sardonic. Right. Which felt a little kind of undercutty and not quite right for the moment because it's cute. It's actually kind of cute. So then like we were thinking i could say oh this is adorable like we're so adorable god we're cute. <laughs> something like that but then i was like oh no this is the moment where we get to go oh did you mean me or did you mean that so anyway and john was like that's it that's it yeah done and i was so i'm so happy that that worked um anyway it was so there was it was so playful and creative and free and like i love the fact that toby has his back issues and that i'm trying to like be his friend by saying I have my back issues too. I was stretching at one point in that scene. Like I was doing like old man stretching before that moment. Right. Which just, which didn't make the cut, but I think it's better. I think it's better that that was all Toby's. Um, no, I mean like it was so many, there was a great improvised line that Tom had, which was about like, um, did you ever get like, when we were talking about Toby's web, web, web fluids, like, did you ever get like a, an MRI or like a kind of like, I don't know, like, have you ever like, cause it'd be fascinating just in the, in the name of science to like, you know, x-ray your, your, your wrists and see where, it, or where, where this fluid originates. And like, there was all like, so there's, there's always some stuff that doesn't make it, but to be honest, like a lot of, and, and like, and it was at, at first Zendaya picks up a candlestick or something to like, th like threaten me with in that first scene where I come in. And, but then there was this basket of bread and she, it was, that was her just going, can I just throw bread at him? <laughs> and then John was like, yeah, throw bread at him. Perfect. So it, was like, it was all, you know, it felt like kids just playing, like all of us just kind of playing. It was so much fun. What was, um, was it the same suit? Yeah. I still fit, bruh. <laughs> A testament to your <laughs> to discipline. Well done.
no i had to no i had to like work on it with my trainer but uh yeah i was very nervous about that i was very i was like no one wants to see no one wants to see an old an old fat guy in a, in a spider-man costume <laughs> or um are Mark and Emma, like, were they plugged in? Like, did you ever talk to them? Have they, do you know if they've seen the movie? Like, is that, like, what's their awareness of this? Emma kept on texting me and she was like, are you in this new Spider-Man film? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What? You're stonewalling Emma too? She was like, shut up, just tell me. I'm like, I honestly don't know what, I kept it going even with her, it was hilarious. Um, to the end, you've never admitted to Emma? No. And then she, and then she saw it. She was like, you're a jerk. <laughs> that is so cruel and amazing. And I love it. Uh <laughs> I, I didn't want to tell anyone. I took it. Super you didn't want to rob it. Yeah, I got it. I told no one. All right. And so she, let's talk, let's talk about the leaks and stuff. Let's talk about this fun, like the, the silliness, the arc of this. So I have a, a bit of a timeline as I, as I researched it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so January of last year, I think this was the first kind of leaky story was a DoorDash delivery guy <laughs> that supposedly had delivered food to you. Was that a true, that, that, that was actual, that was real. Clearly. This was that my was first real. night in Atlanta. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm with two of my best friends who one of, one of whom is on the walking dead, which shoots out there. And we're, we're, we're at the, the house that they're putting me up in. And, you know, I ordered takeout for, for us and, you know, it's COVID is high, you know, right. And, and I order food. It's my, literally my first night there. And I, and I know that I have to, you know, it's great. Cause I get to wear a mask everywhere. And I get to wear a hat. Like no one's ever going to know I'm here and I'm like going to really be low key and whatnot. So the guy comes to the, the door, the delivery guy, sweet seeming guy, nice seeming dude. Um, and I open the door, got my mask on my hat and I'm like, thanks bro. And, uh, and he's like, yo, 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 yo. And I'm like, what? He's like, I need to see your ID. And I'm like, huh? He's like, I need to see your ID. And I'm like, no delivery food thing has ever asked me for my ID. This is interesting. And by the way, he's like, kind of like really close to the door. And at this mm -hmm. point, I'm super like, I, I'm, I've got to go to set tomorrow. I don't want to get, I, I don't want to risk shutting down a marvel set in the middle of a pandemic so i'm like hey man do you mind just like yeah yeah okay sure just one second do you mind just like stepping a few feet back because of covid and everything and he does um i don't know if he had a mask on i, I forget whether he had a mask on or not but either way i'm like why sorry man why, why do you need my id right because i need to check the issue and i'm like well first of all on my doordash account it's not my name and he's like, yeah, because you got alcohol. I'm like, no, I didn't get alcohol. Oh, yeah, that's what he had said on the, yeah. I'm like, I didn't get any alcohol, man. I got some tacos. <laughs> and uh, You have to be 21 to get a taco now? Like, what kind of world yeah, are you living? like, dude, this is fishy. This is fishy, bro. And then um, and then I'm like, one second. So I'm, I'm just like, hey, Trevor, just go show you, like, right. to, my, to my friend Trev. Like, can you show the guy your ID so that this is all just put to rest? And, and it's my first night. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get rumbled that I'm in the like immediately. And then, yeah, lo and behold, the guy goes and goes like, I just, I think I just delivered food to Andrew Garfield. I think he called me rude, right. which I definitely wasn't. I did, I did ask to, to do social distancing, 
but I obviously upset the man. I didn't mean to it. I, I, I apologize for anything I, I, that may have been misconstrued as being rude. Um, I don't like upsetting people, but it just became this whole thing. Yeah. And then like, I think he got in trouble. I don't know, whatever. But um, wherever you are, sir, I saw you. I, I knew what you were, you were up to. You're sneaky. And, uh, and uh, you gave me a good challenge that night. But, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that happened, yeah. So 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 uh, you can weigh in on any of these that you want, but let's see. I, I, so in March, your double, I believe, posted a photo of himself with Tom's stunt double. How did what were the what was the aftermath of that one, Andrew? I love, conversations? <laughs> I love William Spencer so much. He's my he is my dude for life. Like he is such an incredible artist. He, the what like what he does. Just if anyone doesn't follow him on Instagram, you should. Um, he is a genius skateboard clown, physical comedy performer, slack line. Like he does the craziest shit ever. Yeah. And I'm so proud that he, that me and him got to create the physicality of my Spider-Man together. Cause there's no one else who could do it than him and, 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 and another guy, Ilram Choi, um, who's just, just, they're both just geniuses. But yeah, me and, me and William are friends. I love him. And then I, but I saw. I saw this post and I was like, bruh, what are you doing? Dude, what are you doing? Like Tom's stunt double is like there or something. I forget what it was, but it was just like, and he was very sweet about it. He was like, he was like, oh, come on, man. I'm just like, let me do my thing. And I'm like, yeah, do your thing. But like, I'm, I'm literally indoors. Like I'm not in the world in any way trying to keep the secret. Um, but yeah, he was, he was like, oh yeah, my bad. I'm like, cool. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> um, so then, but yeah, I love, I love him. I love him. But yeah. I, and then I, I think he took the post down, which kind of like brought more attention right. to it. And it's like, oh no. So then things start to kind of escalate and the rumors kind of accumulate. And then as we kind of start to, so then like I, I talk to you and other people start to talk to you and you, you do some vociferous, um, denials that um by the way for the record i bought it in the moment i totally bought it. i really did and it was only in afterwards when everybody else was like that's a pretty profoundly extreme denial <laughs> um but anyway but um and then in in the months um in august and september there's a there's a photo of you guys and then there's a video there's a tiny i mean i don't know how this escapes marvel's inner sanctum i guess my question is like at a certain point, was there ever discussion of like, okay, let's just give it up. I mean, it'll add to the marketing. Let's just like open, let's just say we're in it. Or was it, was there a lot of conversation about like, no, we're just going to stonewall. There was no, there was, there was not a big conversation about any of it. It was all, I would, I would, I would text Amy and be like, have you seen this? Yeah. And she'd be like, oh my God. What the <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so cats out of the bag, right? And, but then ultimately it was like, no, we just, we just hold the line and we just kind of keep going because I think it, and I, and I think that was the right thing to do. Like it was, you know, even though, even if the majority of people were like, we're pretty sure this is going to happen. I think there's always, even when you're pretty sure something's going to happen psychologically and you want it to happen. I think when it comes to the moment where you're about to find out if it's going to happen or not. Yeah suddenly like a weird self-preservation thing comes in 
where you want where you start to to live with the idea of it not happening in your mind and in your body and then that just ups the want for for the thing to happen so actually there's a real kind of fun chemical thing that gets created in you and even with the people that i think were pretty sure it was going to happen i'm sure there was like a little scintilla of doubt as they were walking in to see no way home which allowed them to release and say Yes, it happened, you know, I, I, and I, and I, so I think it was the absolute right thing to do. Um, and, and then it gave me fun things to talk about and deny and talk about Photoshop. And like, even though it was like clearly me on set for Spider-Man wearing a Spider-Man. I, mean, I don't know how deep you went in, but there were like YouTube videos, like analyzing it. They had like VFX guys being like, this is not actually, this can't be Photoshop. If you look at the clap, like the, the indentation here, it's impossible. But I love that. I mean, like, we all need something to, right. to do. <laughs> you know? We all need something that we enjoy doing, you know, and to get behind. And yeah, Spider-Man is a religion for us. So it's like, yeah, it's cool. So so in the aftermath of this, and this couldn't have gone better, it, artistically, commercially, critically, it's just like, it, it doesn't happen like this. And it must be so satisfying from your perspective. And on behalf of the audience, it is very satisfying for all of us to watch this come to fruition. Um, I'm sure you've sensed this. There is like this adoration not only for this film but for for your character for your specific peter in this and your arc in this and there is a real hunger and thirst seemingly for more of you and i know it's greedy to ask for more as this peter parker but i don't know where where are you at i know you've said in some other interviews that you're open if it's the right thing but um just give me a sense like if you're a betting man today do you think there's another spider-man movie in you I don't know. I, I, I will say this, like, I feel yeah, per, that, that love permeates, that love has reached me and the, uh, the kind of, um, the enjoyment of people in the theaters have reached, ha, it's reached me. Like it's, it's, and it's very touching. I find it really deeply moving because, you know, when we finished my, my second Spider-Man film, you know, there was a, it was a kind of, it petered out, you know. The, the, it was an awkward kind of goodbye. You never had yeah, kind of the... There was, this, there was a disjointedness there. So yeah. for me coming back and actually getting some, getting some more time to have fun with it and to give the character some, some closure and to play and to, and to be the version of Spider-Man that I was always wanting to get to and to be with, you know, Toby and Tom and the rest of everybody in the, in the movie that was the that was healing and like a, a, just an, an incredible full circle moment and then of course you have this other element where actually like it's breaking records in terms of people wanting to see it and and then you have this incredible critical response and you have being a part of tom's origin story and I was torn open by Tom's storyline, like Tom being, Tom being isolated at the end away from his love and away from his best friend gives me chills. Now when I saw it, I was, I was broken by it. It was so agonizing and the way he plays it and the way that the three of them have created this, this love bond, you know, and this, to see it broken, it's just the, the tragedy of it is so palpable and heavy and real amidst these very light, John Hughesy films like yeah. John Watson have really 
with, with, with Zendaya and with Jacob, they've really created something quite profound and spectacular while, while being an incredibly effective popcorn entertainment film. So like all of these things start to become like icing on top of icing on top of icing. And, 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 and to have a friendship with Toby now that I, I, I didn't have as deeply previously that I'm so grateful for to have a mentor in him and to, to be, be able to have a real like brotherhood with him and with Tom, it's just gorgeous. And then there's this other thing that you've alluded to where you feel kind of seen and appreciated and, and, and kind of welcomed and, uh, and, and kind of feel a part of a character that you've always wanted to be a part of. And I, I'm really humbled by it, to be honest. I'm very, very touched by it. And I owe that, I owe a lot of that to Amy, Pascal and, and Kevin for bringing me back into the fold and allowing me to have another crack and, and to audiences for, for their generosity and, and uh, for, for, you know, I, I'm, I'm really humbled, man. That's, and all I want to do is, is be a part of stories that make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. So to have that being reflected back and for people to be saying that that's what's happening is, 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 is all the satisfaction that, that, that I want. And in, and in terms of moving forward with the character, like, yes, I am definitely open to that. And again, it would have to be something very unique, very special and of service to an audience of service to the character. And, um, I, I, I think there's something playful and unique and odd and, unexpected to be done i'm not i'm not sure what that is mm. but if 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 we can figure figure that out that would be so much fun but i mean a, a lot of folks have mentioned i mean like you know you've got tom hardy's venom out there you've got that's the cool. yeah, that's a cool idea i mean and there, there's obviously as you alluded to from the start you always kind of wanted to mix it up with the mcu now yeah. all bets are off i mean who the yeah. hell knows you know and also i would love to continue working with toby like and 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 with tom like i think that that kind of three three brother dynamic is so I don't know, uh, juicy. And yeah. so anyway, yeah, there's, there's a lot, but, but to be honest, man, like I'm going to just honestly say like, I'm so happy and satisfied and grateful to be a part of this that I, it, it's hard to, 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 to want more right now. Like right, I'm, right. I'm really just kind of trying to savor this moment with the, with the fans and with the audience and, and just kind of say thank you. And, and, uh, yeah, I feel very, I just feel very, very humbled and grateful for the response. Um, I'll let you go in, a, go in a sec, but I'm just curious, like, does it, has this changed your relationship with the character? Like now, like, I mean, you, obviously this is a character you've always talked about just being so personal and passionate about, yeah. um, I don't know, sitting here today versus 18 months ago before you put the costume back on, how's the relationship different between you and, and Peter and Spider-Man? It's definitely different. It's lighter. It's, um, it's more restful. Um, again, because I think the simple fact that we, that we were mid story and you know the the most traumatic thing had happened in that character's life and then the story kind of split and we didn't get to continue to explore that and that's why when these writers had this incredible idea that peter is my peter has been in a very dark place i then the process of filling out those last seven years or whatever felt healing to me it felt like oh and then this may have happened and then suddenly you're kind of Im Im imagine imaginatively walking through a character's experience without it being filmed but for your own kind of um sense of journey and sense of connection to that character 
and then again as i say having having that closure with with mj and tom and and gwen and the brotherhood and the re a reconnection with the heart of peter felt like this perfect full circle closure moment so i feel uh i feel much lighter much like the character feels now yeah. much like that peter got got the gift of his own heart back and a lightness of spirit back and a remembrance that he can't be spider-man without being peter without being that good ordinary kid that's always going to try as hard as he can to help as many people as possible and to love and to be kind and to be thoughtful and to help old ladies cross the street like that being reconnected to that essence of peter is definitely makes me feel a much greater sense of lightness around around the character and and you know to 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 be in in the mcu with 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 kevin feige and and with you know with tom's peter and 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 it's it's a very very cool healing thing for all of us um an extraordinary film an extraordinary performance um congratulations all around it's been fun to to mix it up with you on this on this silly bizarre um publicity circuit um if you'll indulge me i want to try one thing can, can i show you the two minutes of video and can can i just uh, of our conversation and you tell me what you were thinking <laughs> sure. as i stop and start it i just want to see if this works all right so uh here is our clip andrew from last may uh tell me when to stop it uh if you want to just discuss anything that strikes you about your two minutes of um enthusiastic denials here we okay. go bring up the spider-man stuff because obviously i don't even want to like ruin anything if there is something to ruin except to there say... isn't anything to ruin bro i have to just quickly okay, just cut stop, you stop, off stop. okay so immediately i'm stressed <laughs> like immediately i'm like overexcited and like my, my heart is racing and adrenaline is pumping through my veins and like i i have to i i overcompensate massively <laughs> was, this the, was this the first like on camera yeah question about it okay so you you knew this was coming yeah. Did you have a strategy going in? Did you know what you were going to say to me or the first person that was going to ask? No, I didn't. I didn't. I was going to just trust my instinct. And I really was framing it like a game of werewolf. I was literally like, I like for anyone who's played well, it is the most stressful game ever. And you, and like, luckily we have never played werewolf together. So you don't know my tells. And like, <laughs> I've only, uh, like, I remember the first, like everyone's ex, I remember my friends told me like, everyone's extremely good when they first play werewolf. Cause no one knows. Right about how they're going to play or what their what their lying instincts are but like so my first instinct when i played werewolf and it worked was to like ride the ed anxiety of being the werewolf and like act as if i was just like so so like so desperate for you to not know that to know that i'm not the werewolf like so like to actually just like turn that feeling of knowing you are in the way you are the werewolf but acting as if you're like using it to say that you're not. So it's just using the energy, not suppressing it. So that was what I was trying to do, but it was just like, I'm not it, I'm not it. I'm not you, you definitely used it. Let's watch the rest. There's nothing to ruin. Really? Like, like it's so crazy. To, it's like, just with... gotten out of hand. This is all bullshit. Dude, it's fucking hilarious to me because it's like, because I, I do have this Twitter account and I, and I, I see like how often like Spider-Man is trending and, and it's like people freaking out about a thing. And I'm just like, Guys, 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 like, like um, you're proud of your work. You're happy with your work. See, that was good. That was good. Cause like yeah. that, added, that added color to, 
the thing and it's like oh i know because i've been seeing within my twitter thing and it's like oh man like i keep thinking like oh i just want to be able to tell people i'm not that that's kind of that i'm impressed with that yeah i think if you had quit around here we'd be okay i, really, I, I wish i could just like be able to speak to everyone and say like I how did really, this take off because you you are I recommend that you chill like like listen i can't speak for anything else apart from myself sure like like they might be doing something <laughs> but it, then ain't none like i ain't i ain't got a call so like still believing it i'm still well, that makes my life easier okay no that's, that's good that's unequivocal you know what it feels like though it feels like because this hasn't come up yet in an interview but like do you ever play the game werewolf no or mafia yeah 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 uh-huh so you know that game this is good again this is very smart because it's 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 like it's framing it in a way that like will justify my nervousness. Right. I'm like, I'm like, how do I get people off my back? How do I justify <laughs> that I'm acting like an insane person right now? And this will actually make this, this might actually, because, because, because without this, people will be like, he's really overdoing it. Right. But I think this may be my thought was anyway, I don't know if it was successful or not, but I think it's quite, quite smart. But like the, the thought was, if I frame it in this way, they will they will read my anxiety and my fear yes. as as just this being a part of this game. I think you'll see the turning point towards the end. Let's see. And I think it's kind of similar where it's like you're convincing everyone that you're not in the mafia. Right. <laughs> like I feel like I'm in a game of fucking werewolf <laughs> or mafia where I'm like, I'm not the werewolf. I promise you, I am not the werewolf. And everyone's like, you're the werewolf. You're the fucking werewolf. Look at him. He's like, he's doing the- for, like, like, Okay, so for the record, my friend, on a stack of whatever you have there, you are not, as of this taping, in or have any knowledge of being cool. in the next- By player. the way, like what you did there, you fucker. Like that was fucking awful because I've just gone through all that rigmarole and now you're like using legalese like language and, and, and I'm and I'm making it friendly. You're my friend here. You wouldn't lie to me, Andrew. And you're right? Entrapping me. You're fully entrapping me. And, and after I've just gone through all that, I have to like. And now I feel bad. Like if I fully lie, like I have to like say language that can be like reinterpreted. So that yep. was very smart on your on your end. And indeed, I think mission accomplished because if you look at your reaction here, oh, you, you don't know what to do. No, I blow it. I totally blow I it. I feel like. Like, I feel, I feel like I, I like, haven't I just said that? <laughs> I just you have, said I, just, that. I just want to get really clear. I want, this is, this is the unequivocal <laughs> yes, no answer. You won't I say, it's so good. adorable. You won't actually deny it. You won't just like say point blank. I started to feel guilty. I started to feel really, really guilty at that point. Cause I was like, oh my God, he's like putting me in a, he's jamming me in a corner and I don't want to lie to Josh. Like I really like Josh. And now That's like, nice. I'm being, now I'm, now I'm being made to be a dick. I don't want to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish on your own. I did not get a call. <laughs> Maybe they shot you gorilla style, like in mainstream on the street. <laughs> in mainstream. Listen, okay, you listen, me. I will end it there. But so did you did get a call. It wasn't a text or a, some 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 smoke signal for the record. No, you I weren't being I actually didn't get a call. I got I got a text from Amy. And then um uh and then it was organized for me to go and meet them in the office through my agent. Okay, so you were telling the truth in really extenuating <laughs> circumstances, the really stretch. Oh, 
I don't know about you, but this has been very cathartic. This is the, one of the more unique podcasts I've ever done. I, like I said at the outset, I was looking forward to this oh, for too. months, and you are a, a gentleman to submit yourself to this uh, postmortem. No, but it's uh, I'm really I'm I know that it, it, we've been doing a fun dance, and I it's this it's good to complete it together. It's it's been really fun for me too. You've been a good sport with it. Thanks, buddy. Um, congratulations all around, not only on Spider-Man, you know what a fan I am of Tick, Tick, Boom. Everybody, if you haven't checked it out by now, it's waiting for you on Netflix. Uh, the, the, the justified acclaim, um, it, it, the, yeah, the acclaim is warranted. The, Andrew just kills it in this, as does Lin-Manuel Miranda and the entire company. Um, and, uh, and congrats, man, again, on being part of like this pop culture moment that is just, you know, it's more than just like a jug box office juggernaut. It's a really cathartic, um, emotional, um, moment for any fan of spider-man the mcu your work etc so uh enjoy the moment enjoy the ride man i really appreciate that and i am i'm so so grateful to you and i'm and i'm really just really and just to, for the for the spider-man fans out there i'm incredibly grateful to you guys for welcoming welcoming me back into the fold with such warmth and open hearts and open open arms and while you're here, yeah, watch Tick, Tick, Boom, because it's such a beautiful <laughs> story, especially for, 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 for you young Spider-Man fans out there. You know, anyone who's ever wanted to be an artist or, or live, live a life of their own, like, you know, their own making and to follow your own dreams. This is a story about um, a man who did just that. And is, he was an incredible symbol of, of, of living our true, true calling, and our true destiny. And I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's a rock musical. So the music, the music rocks. A hell of a year for you, man. Tough to follow it up, but I know you've got it in you. Uh, thanks, as always, for the time, and uh, I'll see you in a bit. I appreciate it, dude. Thanks again. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs>